0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Hope everybody had a great week. Um, I had a pretty good week. We had some snow, um, and so we did lose a couple days of school, which that's, that's always a double-edged sword. Um, it, it's, it's fun to get a little bit of a break, but I also don't like to have to make up those days, unfortunately, which we will be doing probably uh, soon, sooner rather than later, but uh, anyway, I hope everybody had a good week uh, This is episode 34 of the Chris Carpenter show um, We're going to talk some tech basketball today We're going to talk, um, obviously, NFL, and and I'm going to break down last week's debacle And talk a little bit about the Super Bowl And going to take some viewer questions, listener questions And then we will end with the Chris Carpenter tip of the week so, uh, Tech Basketball, a uh, great week for them. Obviously, you know, I did a special podcast last Tuesday after the win over the Shorthorns. Uh, just a fantastic, fantastic night. Um, you know, the, the fans were, were awesome. They were crazy. Um, you know, really showed that that the, the USA has got one of the best home courts in the nation. Um, and, you know, Tech played on all cylinders, uh, McCuller, you know Davion Warren, Adonis Arms made some uh, got some key rebounds. Um, you know TJ Shannon was able to get in there and and make a make a jumper. It was just a it was just a great night. And you know, um, I some of you might think I've railed a lot against Beard on this podcast, and I probably still will. Um, but it's very clear after Tuesday that Tech got the better end of the bargain. Uh, Mark Adams is a fantastic coach. He's built, uh, built this program, brought in brought in players that gel and mesh really well together, and um, you know, the, I think the sky's the limit for this basketball team. Um, you know, I really do. You know, they followed up uh the Texas uh victory um really uh coming up with a hard-fought gritty victory over West Virginia you know West Virginia is always it's, it's a very difficult place to play um Tech has only won there once in in our history um and part of it is it's always a physical game the refs don't call a whole heck of a lot of fouls um and it was it was a pretty rough game today um you know uh, T.J. Shannon went down uh, you know and had to go back to the locker room get get fitted for a knee brace and then Adonis arms and that it's unbelievable unbelievable to me that that Adonis arms play wasn't a foul called of any kind but you know arms uh, basically hit, landed on his hip had to get x-rayed um didn't come back uh into the game but it uh, sounds like probably uh got a good chance to be good to go for the next game but just a gritty win. Um, you know, they made the plays, key plays when they needed to. T.J. Shannon was able to come back in the second half and and get some points. Bryson Williams was Bryson Williams. McCuller was McCuller, you know. Uh, just a pretty gritty win um, out there in West Virginia. So they swept the Mountaineers. And I hope they danced in the locker room. They really should post the video of them dancing in the locker room to trigger Huggy Bear uh, because – I like triggering Huggy Bear. So, um, but great win. Um, they get Oklahoma this week and they got Oklahoma on Wednesday at Oklahoma. Um, on paper, should be a win for Tech. Um, Oklahoma's near the bottom of the conference. Uh, hopefully tech can you know take care of some business with with these lower tier teams um you know tech uh, the great part of the schedule this year is tech has already gotten kansas both games against kansas out of the way they already went to at baylor so they've got one more game against baylor um and you know they've got iowa state both games against iowa state out of the way as well and so the the schedule really lines up well for tech coming in, in in now into February where they you know potentially could go on a pretty good run. Um, you know, we'll see if they can do that. It's still the Big Twelve and you know the Big Twelve is the is by far the best conference in the in the country. And you know, every you just gotta bring it every night, as we saw, you know, a couple weeks ago when Tech played at Kansas State. You just you just gotta bring it. And uh, you know, but I, I think the schedule fares out well for Tech Uh, Coming into February. Um, So they'll play Oklahoma on Wednesday. And then next Saturday, I believe it's a three o'clock start, they'll play TCU um, at at the USA. I tried to get tickets for that game, but you know, this is again, this is a good problem to have if you're a basketball program. It's sold out. And then if you go to like a secondary uh, ticket site like StubHub, I mean, tickets were going as high as $700, and even, like, nosebleed tickets were, like, $150, so I'll probably just watch it on TV, but, uh, you know, got a pretty good, good, good opportunity to go on a pretty good stretch run um, next couple weeks. So, um, now, will they end up winning the Big 12? I don't know. Um, that'd be fun to win the Big 12. But, you know, you, you keep winning these games, you're playing for a higher and higher seed. And the last I saw, Tech was, was listed as a uh, three seed, which, fine with me. <laughs> this is what Tech's done as a three seed. They've gone to the Elite Eight. They've gone to the National Championship game. So three seed pretty good. Um, certainly, I think they can work their way higher, but I think they're going to need, need some help from some of those teams that are in front of them. So, you know, we'll, we'll definitely see what happens. Um, but, yeah. Great week for Tech, uh, great week for the university as a whole, and, and for the community of Lubbock. Um, do, you know, doesn't stop some of these hardcore Texas fans from taking their shots and those that are ignorant of of anything that happens west of I-35, but who cares about them anyway? So, they can go wallow in the filth that is Austin, as far as I'm concerned. So, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, last week's football games, NFL games, and then Give you my thoughts going into the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, the Chiefs lost. Uh, really rough. Really disappointing. Um, I'll tell you when they lost it. They lost it at the end of the first half when they got greedy and instead of kicking the field goal, they uh, tried to go for the touchdown and and it <laughs> they came away with zero points. And you know at that at that point when that happened, I, I thought to myself, I hope that doesn't come back to bite us because you never want to leave any amount of points on the field. I mean, even if, if you just came away with come away with three points, three points is better than zero points, and um, that would have made the difference, as it turns out. Um, but just a very unfortunate uh, way, you know, and credit Cincinnati. Cincinnati came back out second half, and they played a heck of a game. Joe Burrow, um, you know, nothing went right for the Kansas City offense in the second half. Very frustrating, and they still got themselves to overtime, and then, you know, unfortunately, Patrick Mahomes threw an interception. But, you know, I said at the beginning of the year, um, I thought the Chiefs probably were going to go out in the divisional round. I thought they would eventually run out of gas. I think that's honestly what makes this loss more disappointing because I I think the ingredients were all there for Kansas City to go back to the Super Bowl. Um, I, th- I still think they're a better team than Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati is a team on the rise. You know they've got some great pieces, and obviously, obviously Joe Burrow is a heck of a quarterback. But you know Kansas City had had some great pieces. I think they're gonna need to need to work work obviously on defense in the off season, getting some pieces in there, and um, you know it, it's gonna continue to be a challenge to 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 build build around Mahomes and. Um, you know just drafted some you're gonna have to let some players that have gotten you to this point go at some point um, but you know and, and, and again I honestly wouldn't even be surprised if Andy Reed doesn't come back um, you know maybe he's gonna retire I don't I, I don't want him to retire I think You know, I don't blame any of this on Andy Reed I just think you know that Kansas City had a really bad second half and Cincinnati took advantage of it but it'll be interesting to see what happens in the off season. I think You know, going into next year, Kansas City will probably still be in the same position they are now. Um, I think they'll, I think they, uh, AFC West is certainly theirs for the taking. Although, I think the Chargers are going to get get better and better with uh, Justin Herbert, and it'll be really interesting to see. um, Does Aaron Rodgers go to Denver, like most reports are, are saying, is probably where he's headed. If that happens, then you know, certainly I think the AFC West gets a little bit harder to win, but. Um, I, I still think the Chiefs will be playoff playoff team, and and uh, I think they'll definitely still be in the position to go back to the AFC Championship game and maybe break through next time. We'll see, but uh, kind of interesting to watch. Uh, you know the NFC game, interesting game. Um, you know, congratulations to the Rams. I was happy for them. I I will tell you, you, go back to August. I did predict the Rams in the Super Bowl. I had them against the Bills, so I was off there. Although. <laughs> you know who knows if the bills had won that epic game against the chiefs would we have ended up with a bills rams super bowl what you know shoulda woulda could have i guess but you know congratulations to the rams like i said i really like matthew stafford um, i'm glad i'm really happy for him you know he was in purgatory aka the detroit lions for all those years and you know now he gets the opportunity to uh, win a super bowl um you know but the i mean the 49ers put up a heck of a fight Um, certainly it's it looks like Jimmy Garoppolo is gone Um, I think he'll I think there's going to be several teams that will be interested in him uh, moving forward Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there but uh, so it sets up a Bengals Rams Super Bowl um, and it's at the Rams home stadium so second year in a row that we end up with a uh, team hosting a Super Bowl in their stadium although Technically, the Rams are the visiting team, um, and then there's a there's an old there's a joke going around Facebook that <laughs> Roger Goodell, the way he's going to solve that is from here on out, um, the Super Bowl will be hosted at AT and Stadium in Arlington, and it's funny, but it's sad because well, that's what it's been being a Cowboys fan. So, um, but anyway, <laughs> um, so it should be a fun matchup. I think the Rams will pull it out. Um, but you know, don't go to sleep on the Bengals. They've, you know, they've proven, I think a lot of fans wrong last, uh, certainly last few weeks. Um, I really, I, I'm, I guess I'm pulling, leaning more towards the Rams. I wouldn't be upset if the Bengals won. Um, there's really not either, either team. I don't have like sports hate for, you know, it's not like, you know, a few years ago when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl or you know when the Giants got to the Super Bowls all those years Um, so don't really care um, but I'd kind of lean more towards the Rams just because uh, it would be really cool for Matthew Stafford to uh, win a Super Bowl after being stuck on the Lions for all those years Um, but you know should be a fun game hopefully some good commercials the halftime show really doesn't appeal to me honestly all that much so you know that that'll probably be, be terrible, but you know should be a fun game. Super Bowl, Super Bowls are always fun to watch, even when it's boring, just because it's, you know that it's it's a spectacle, which is which is fun to watch. Um, so other NFL kind of stuff going on. Uh, you know the Washington has a new name; they're the Commanders. Terrible name. The Redskins was a better name. Um, lame name, honestly. And I mean, so. Pfft. Thank you thank, – thankful for the Washington team, the Commanders or Redskins or whatever they're called this week because they make the Dallas Cowboys look less dysfunctional because that franchise is – they're a dumpster fire and they've been a – they're a bigger dumpster fire than the Cowboys, which that really takes a lot of work um, to do that, you know, so um, – Trying to think of any other big NFL news. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Does he go to Denver? Um, You know, I I I think Tennessee would be a good landing spot for him. I guess I think Tennessee all they need is is an upgrade at quarterback, and then they're gonna, uh, I think, be in in solid shape themselves. Although, you know, who knows? Um, But it'll be interesting to watch what happens with the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Um, I I think certainly he's played his last game. As a Packer, and you know, and then uh, the obviously the big news Tuesday, and it kind of got overshadowed in, in our area because we were all so focused on uh, the text, the UT game with uh, Beard coming back. Was Tom Brady did announce his retirement, and um, you know what a great career. Um, I think certainly he is the greatest quarterback of the of, of all time. Um, I didn't say that for many years. I. I Always, always put Joe Montana up there um, but certainly I think I think Tom Brady especially in this era of free agency and everything where it's it's a lot harder to maintain a, any sort of semblance of a dynasty you know Tom Brady did it and you know to go into all those Super Bowls winning seven Super Bowls I mean just insane numbers to think about and um, you know, Kind of a bittersweet, sad day that he's gone. But, you know, he's just a, you know, great, great quarterback um, for sure. So um, interesting to see what happens with Tampa Bay. I don't even know who their backup quarterback is, <laughs> to be honest with you. So <laughs> who knows what they're going to do. But uh, and the, that, that whole NFC South is going to be really interesting now with, with – uh, you know Tom Brady gone because you know I think New Orleans is in a little bit of a rebuilding mode they they still need a new coach with Sean Payton um retire well I guess retiring or stepping away you know Atlanta has been a bit of a dumpster fire and I think Matt Ryan Matt Ryan's best days are behind him and Carolina is a mess of a of a franchise as well so NFC South may not may you know go to depths of NFC East if if the Bucks uh, can't, uh, you know, find a way to, and then the Bucks have have a lot of good players. It's just more of a matter of who's going to be their quarterback uh, moving forward. So, oh, one last little sports thought, and we'll get to listener questions. Um, NASCAR kicks off tomorrow um, with the Clash, and for the first time, the Clash is going to be taking place at the L.A. Coliseum. So kind of should be, might be a little bit of a fun visual. The clash really, I mean, it's an exhibition race. Um, You know, obviously the, the, the the season starts February 20th with the Daytona 500, but it's, it'll be fun to, uh, to have NASCAR back um, coming back and it should be an interesting, fun season. Um, You know, Kyle Larson, uh, great, great championship win last year, really dominating season. Uh, Can he continue that dominance? Um, Chase Elliott still very young uh can get some more, you know, but it'll just be be fun to watch. I love NASCAR and and uh you know, there's there's a lot of great young drivers. It's still a little sad uh, no Jimmy Johnson anymore, but um he is going to be racing full-time in the IRL, so we will get to see him for the first time in the Indy 500, which will be fun to watch. But uh so anyway, that I'll be tuning into that tomorrow um on uh, I think it's on Fox uh, tomorrow evening, the uh, clash at the Los Angeles Coliseum. So, anyway, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then when we come back, I'll get to listener questions. And welcome back to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. We're going to get to some listener questions. And again, um, if you want to ask me a question, the best way to do that is to follow the official Twitter of the Chris Carpenter show, which is at the C carp show. Um, I usually post a few hours before I, before I record, you can reply to that tweet or you can do uh DMs. DMs are open on the, at the C carp show account. Um, but you know, ask away um, most questions I will answer on the air. Um, unless it's like really ridiculously inappropriate, but haven't had any of those yet. So no- knock on wood. So, Got a couple of questions um, this week. We've got one about basketball and then got one about the football season. Um, Mr. Succi was asking about um, basketball and uh, basically the question was, what do I see, uh, who do I see coming back uh, on this Tech basketball team next year? Well, it'll be interesting. Um, You know, Tech has several of what are called super seniors and, um, with the COVID, COVID year, um, you had some players that got an additional year of eligibility. Um, Bryson Williams is, is one of those, uh, Marcus Santos Silva, Adonis Arms. Uh, obviously, they will not be back next year because their eligibility is done. Um, there is one senior that does have that additional COVID year available to him, and that's Kevin O'Banner. Um, I, I think he does come back next year um for tech um you know i don't see i don't see the nba coming come calling for him and you know i just i think he does come back um certainly i think McCollar will come back next year tj shannon i think will probably go to the nba um i i think i think the bo- the bonus year for for tech fans was this year Um, With Shannon, Uh, so I do think he ends up going, especially with the injury issues that he has had to deal with this year. I think he realizes, hey, you know, I need to get to the NBA sooner rather than later. And, you know, and I get that. I mean, you know, if you are getting the opportunity to go to the NBA and make money, go. I mean, that's, you know, nobody's going to hold you back from that. So I definitely think uh, he'll be gone um, after after this year. Um, you know, who else is, who else is left? I think, I think, um, probably Abacho will be back, which I'm really happy about that to have Bacho come back this year, uh, or next year, excuse me. Um, you know, Agbo, I, I suspect probably will transfer, uh, Nadolny. I do think he comes back as well next year. Um, you know, trying to think of any other players coming that could potentially come back. Uh, KJ Allen, I think probably most likely will come back. Um, I don't, I don't foresee him getting more playing time though. But um, you know, we'll see. Um, so you know, Tech Tech has uh, several recruits coming in. Pope Isaac's being one, and so they've got a pretty good recruiting class coming in. Again, the unknown quant—the unknown quantity—is the transfer portal, and certainly, you know, Tech has done a solid job this year with the transfer portal. You know, able bring- bringing in Bryson Williams, Davion Warren, Adonis Arms, Kevin O'Banner. Uh, you know, Mark Adams did a heck of a job, and he put he—he he didn't just add players from the transfer portal just to add players. He put together pieces. To form a solid team. And I think that's the big difference between Adams and Beard. You know, Beard utilized the transfer portal um, with mostly mixed results. I mean, obviously, the 2019 national championship game team, the transfer portal worked out perfectly for tech. You know, they were able to get they were able to get Matt Mooney and Tariq Owens. The years after the national championship year. Mixed bag at best. Um, you know, certainly Mac McClung was a great player for Tech. Um, but I I don't necessarily think he uh wasn't what we needed um to kind of make that next step to get far into the NCAA tournament. Um, and then you know uh, some of the other players, and I'm not you know I'm not trying to you know bag on those players it's just i think some you know when you utilize the transfer portal you want to find players that are going to fit into the program you want and i think mark adams has done a better job this year of doing that than beer did in the previous two years uh he was here i think it was just all about let's get let's find the best players and just we'll figure out what to do with them when they get here and I think Beard has, or, or not Beard, ugh, not Beard, ugh, not Country Club Beard, I think Adams has done a better job of being more purposeful in who he brings in from the transfer portal. So, you know, I I I think certainly Tech will probably have at least one or two players coming in next year from the transfer portal. Um, you know, Ethan Duncan's a player that I th- I think will probably – not be back at Tech, and um, and and it's not because I think Ethan Duncan's a terrible player. We we unfortunately we haven't we haven't seen him uh, this season because of injuries. But I just think what the 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 type of team that Mark Adams is wanting to build is not necessarily conducive to uh, what Ethan Duncan has, and so um, I think Ethan Duncan probably transfers. I think he transfers just down the street to LCU, which. You know that that tech LCU pipeline has really uh, been a benefit for LCU. You know they got Parker Hicks a few years ago, who's their best player and they're number one right now in Division Two. So I I think that would be I think that that'll work out well for Ethan Duncan. But you know just a lot of unknown quantities because you know you just don't know um, who's going to be in the transfer portal when it's all said and done. Um, but I think certainly tech has established itself as a place to come if you're in the transfer portal. And so, and I, I think Mark Adams and his staff has have done a really good job of of bringing in those transfer portal guys. And so we'll see, you know, don't forget we've got Jalen Tyson uh, who came in. He was supposed to be at tech this year. You know, Country Club Beard lured him to Austin, and he figured out pretty quickly he didn't want to be with Country Club Beard. And so he, he, you know, came back to Tech. So he's going to be playing next year. Um, you've got Pop Isaacs coming in as well. Um, you know, on this team, so I, I think you've got some good pieces. So it'll just be interesting to see. You know, there there's always you know some sort of out of left field. Oh, that guy's transferring, kind of thing. Um, hope you know, hopefully that won't happen with Tech, but you just you just never know. And you know, th- this day and age in college basketball. It's just there's a lot of turnover on 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 teams and and it's just really more about can you utilize the transfer portal plus recruiting and I think Mark Adams has has done a very good job in his first year of doing that and so I think he'll probably I expect they'll do that again uh, in this upcoming year so good question uh, we got one more question and this one is dealing with this is from Alan he was asking about. Give us your early preseason rankings for the Big 12 football. Um, so it is very early. Um, we haven't even gotten to the spring football season yet. Um, I'll give you my tiers of teams in the Big 12 and um, kind of go from there. I think the upper tier of the Big 12 next year is still going to be Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. Um you know, it'll be – it's going to be interesting to see. I think all three of them – I think Baylor has the least amount of question marks um, on on their team. Oklahoma State's got some question marks. You know, they lost their great D.C. He ended up going to Ohio State. Oklahoma, you know, they lose Lincoln Riley. They lose Caleb Williams. They lost Spencer Rattler earlier in the year. Um, and then they're bringing in uh, uh, Brent Venables as their coach. They signed a very like five-star QBs coming in. Um, So, I mean, they're still getting talent in Oklahoma. But is there going to be a fall-off at Oklahoma? I don't think there will be. I think certainly they're going to be in the mix for the Big 12 title. Uh, Baylor, Oklahoma, I think are the two. Um, And then Oklahoma, you just can't count out Oklahoma State with Mike Gundy. So I think those three are definitely your top-tier teams in the Big 12. Um, I think the other seven teams. There's just a lot of it, There's a lot of what if questions with um, the Big Twelve. I think Iowa State's going to fall off this year. Um, you know, they had their best class of, of of athletes, and you can muster a seven and six record. That's what Tech finished, and that was not Tech's best class. So I think Iowa State's going to fall off some. Um, you know, Kansas State, they were early on in the season extremely um, inconsistent. And then, you know, they won that Tech game, which Tech shouldn't have lost that game, but they did and um, led to Matt, Matt Wells getting ousted. Um, but the, after that game, you know, Kansas State kind of went on a bit of a run. I think be interesting to see, are they going to be improved? Uh, TCU um, with Sonny Dykes as their new head coach. For the first time in over twenty years, they're gonna have a coach not named Gary Patterson. Um, what is that gonna look like? I think uh, you know be we'll be interested to see how 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 they fare out. Um, you know Texas, <laughs> they they were they weren't back last year. Um, do they improve at all? I think they will. Well, they're gonna have to for Steve Sarkeesian to keep his job. Um, you know, but I, I don't, I, I don't think they're going to be in the top three tier with the, with those other three teams. It'll be interesting to see what they look like. Um, you know, Kansas, they had some, they had some wins early, uh, at the end of the year, Texas being one, are they still going to be the Kansas football we've, we've known and loved the last 15 years? Uh, I think they probably will be. Um, so I put, I put them near the bottom. I think West Virginia, um, I think Neil Brown's on the hot seat, and I don't think it's going to get much better for him. So I would probably put them in the bottom next to Kansas. Uh, So I'd put top three tier Kansas. uh, No, 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 I'm just kidding. Top three tier, Oklahoma State, um, Oklahoma Baylor. Bottom tier, I would put Kansas and West Virginia. And then you've got kind of your middle tier of five teams, of Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas, um, TCU, and then I've then then Tech. I think Tech. Um, I, I'm I'm intrigued to see. I think they will be improved. I think Joey McGuire, um, great hire, but how improved are they going to be the first year? Um, you know, the recruiting class ended up finishing it. Forty uh, third, I think number seven in the Big Twelve. Um, so talent wise, still not going to be there just yet. And by and by the way, I mean heck of a job by Maguire to even get to forty three. You know they were in the seventies when Maguire took the job. So he he did make a lot of inroads. Um, that twenty twenty three class though is just going to be. That might be Tech's highest ranked recruiting class ever, so that's going to be great. Um, But you know, it'll be interesting to see can can he improve on seven and six? Mm, You know, I think they're gonna. You know, they they've got three non conference games. I think two of them they'll definitely win. Uh, Well, it's it's gonna be interesting. It'll be interesting because you know how improved is Houston gonna be? Houston's got to come here to Lubbock. That'll be a heck of a game. Uh, Tech's got to go to NC State. That'll be interesting game to watch. Um, so I, I think the ceiling for tech next year in football is fourth. I think the the bottom barrel for tech next year is going to be eighth place. And it's just gonna depend. I just think you're gonna have a lot of toss-up games with tech next year. Um, so it'll be intri- intriguing to watch. I'm excited though. I'm excited for the football season. Um, uh, you know, Joey has hit the ground running recruiting-wise. W- might we take a step back from 7 and 6 next year? I think it's possible. Um, but I th- I think I'll, I'll make my predictions records-wise when we get into August. Um, but I I think certainly I think 7 and 5 in another bowl game is very doable for Tech. Um, you know, um I'd love to beat. I'd love to beat Texas here in Lubbock, and oh, that'd be awesome. We'll kind of look and and see, you know, how Texas shakes out in August. But I think right now, I would say that's doable. Um, I'd love to beat Oklahoma in Lubbock. I don't think that. I don't necessarily think that's doable next year. But that's kind of where I would put them. So I don't necessarily have like a rank power rankings one to ten. I have my tiers of here's where I think they are in the Big Twelve. So. Good questions this week. Again, if you want to ask a question of me, um, you just need to follow me on Twitter. It's at the C-carp Show, And I usually tweet a few hours before I record, reply to that tweet, or you can DM me. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back with the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. And welcome back to this week's edition of Of The Chris Carpenter Show. It's now time for the Chris Carpenter tip of the week. And my tip of the week is for everybody out there that's a little bit kind of flustered, stressed, in the bit of a doldrums uh, as we get into kind of this second winter month of the year, February, um, I get that this is kind of, and I'm talking, you know, in the teaching profession, this is a rough month typically. Um, You know, it's spring break seems to be like a far off away. Um, You know, obviously we've emerged from Christmas. The weather is not always the most cooperative. Um, You know, we had some rough weather this week in my area. Um, But, you know, my, my tip of the week is, Take some time to look at the positives and find at least one thing to smile or laugh about in this in this uh, time of the year. Um, You know, and that might be something as simple as find yourself a good book to read. Listen to a fun podcast. Listen to the Chris Carpenter show. It's a fun podcast. Um, You know, go out on a walk even when it's cold, you know, bundle up, um, you know, just do something. Um, you know, do something for yourself to help you de-stress, and then understand that there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, you know, even on those days that are as frustrating as can frustrating can be, and I had, I mean, I had a couple of days, last couple of weeks, like that. And you know, just know that those frustrating days aren't forever. Um, and you know, find find a way to de-stress. Um, in this in this time of the year. So anyway, I hope everybody has a great week. We will record next Saturday and hopefully we'll be re- recording um, after a tech win on Tuesday against Oklahoma. I'll probably record before the TCU game since it's a three o'clock game but anyway, anyway I hope everybody's got a great uh, has a great week and I will see you next week on the Chris Carpenter show.